Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Adam and Eddie with the Five Wide Podcast. This is episode eight. Today is December 22nd. It's a Tuesday. Man, this month has flown by. <laughs> it's like legit almost Christmas. Um, yeah. I f- almost feel like <laughs> the last show we did was um, like around Thanksgiving. It's so weird. That's yeah. how, like, how fast time has gone. Um, it's like once those holidays hit. It all just oh, turns it's into like a blur, warp speed, right? right? Yeah, it's just it's all a blur. And then after we all go back to work after the new year, then it's like doom and gloom yeah. because it's like uh, it's because it's like what a pretty long stretch until there's another holiday. I think it was like March, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's like MLK or something. Yeah, so it's like, uh, but I will enjoy the time in front of me and not you know that's right here and not good perspective not get too far ahead yeah, um, that's the right mindset. yeah man so do you have any christmas plans this is theoretically like our christmas episode i should have played like some christmas music and jingles <laughs> or something um no man not nothing too crazy um stopping by the parents house tomorrow it's uh it's my birthday actually tomorrow really so, yeah yeah so oh man i haven't um in like the last few years, I haven't been at home for my birthday because um, like friends just kept getting married. And oh, I, okay. So like my mom is just about had it, and I feel like if I <laughs> if I didn't show my face one of these years, like no it was, longer it her was son, gonna be bad. So uh, yeah, just just gonna be stopping by, hanging out with the parents. Dang, it's your birthday tomorrow! Happy birthday, man! Thanks, Early man. birthday. Yeah, thank I you. didn't even know. That's terrible. <laughs> Although I mean, I don't even know half the time when the kids' birthdays are. Yeah, so yeah. I, don't, I don't expect anyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all I had to do is look at the work calendar because it'd be highlighted in purple. Oh, is it really? Yeah, all of our birthdays there. are on there. I, yeah, I don't. I might not even have access to that. One. Oh well, yeah. You operate in a different world than I do. There. Um, what do you call it? So, how old are you going to be now? I am. I think I'm going to be 29. 29. Be old 29. man. Yeah. Old man. Getting there. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, well, what the Washington football team didn't do was deliver you a victory for your birthday, but hopefully they can make up for it this weekend coming up against Carolina. Um, but right now, let's get into recapping um, Washington's loss against Seattle. So the final score in that one was 20 to 15. Washington did try to mount a comeback. Um, got so close. Yeah. But yeah. no cigar. Yep. Uh, it, you know, there there are no moral victories, right? None. But right. but like I, I feel like I've said this so many times before, but I, I am impressed that the team was able to mount that comeback, right? Like I I, right. I I really do like kind of the character that we showed in the game. Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, but I okay, let's just get into it, right? Let's start off with the offense and this is gonna <laughs> sound like um you know, being a dead horse, but slow start, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We say it week in and week out. Always, always a slow start. Uh, We're still the only team in the league that hasn't scored on an opening drive. Yes. uh, And and that includes a field goal. Like, we (laughs) have no points on an opening drive. Yeah. It's It's like it doesn't even matter if we get the ball first or not. It's just like that's just a wasted possession, right? Like nothing is going to happen. So it's – it's bad, man. Um, and I'm just I'm getting tired of tired of seeing that. What do you think of the play calling? Um, early on in the game, I was not impressed. I was tweeting um, a bunch of emotion. Right, I just was like, mother effing Scott Turner. Yeah, I just was like, man. And then 
part of me was like, okay, at some point you have to just forget the fact that Dwayne Haskins is your quarterback, like, and just open it up, right? Open it up, see what he does. Okay. Um, Early on, I I just, no, I I was not having it. I, I was, I was not impressed. I felt like they really got away from all of the things that had made them successful mm -hmm. over the last like four to five weeks. Um, but then as the game went on, a la the second half, I felt like they did kind of open things up a little bit more. And then you saw Haskins kind of get into a rhythm. So, you know, I like a lot of my friends had the very same perspective and they were like, you know, I, I, who cares, right? Like you just, you got to do something more, right? Even if it is Haskins. And mm -hmm. I'm kind of on the other side of that fence because I feel like when you try to let him do a little bit more, you're inviting picks, right and yeah. like yeah and like yeah maybe they weren't the best possessions but i feel like an interception is so much more devastating right mm -hmm. um like who knows maybe we could have gotten in at at least a field goal maybe we still have Dustin hopkins we're not really sure about that right <laughs> no i still sweat those out <laughs> but yeah. yeah so i while i do understand that perspective of like yeah you know you got to open it up at some point you gotta you gotta hope that your guys can make some plays i feel like with haskins the to me the smarter move is is not to open it up especially not immediately mm -hmm. um but yeah I, I totally agree that the play calling definitely took a step back mm -hmm. um and i i think we all know that that is because it was haskins under center this time around and um and yeah. yeah that was yeah it was it was just boring right yeah no 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 for sure so to your point yeah i definitely feel like that's quarterback driven um but i do think right you're obviously got your first like scripted plays 15 12 15 plays that are scripted if you don't know by now what are the better plays that haskins <laughs> can run yeah um i think that's on you is is not so much on the quarterback right um quick slants seam routes uh which they did seem to kind of get to where they you know as far as like terry mclaurin um and Logan Thomas mm -hmm. tried to hit him in the seam or some out routes, some some things like that. Like, I get it. I think they tried to establish the run early. Um, I and 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 I thought McKissick had a few decent runs. Um, Barber, not really a fan. Um, yeah. Very like short yardage goal line type of stuff all day long, right? Um, but for him to try to establish like and get multiple carries to get going yeah. is 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 not. It's not a good fit. Doesn't matter who's at quarterback at that point, but just sticking to what Haskins can and can't do. I mean, I feel like they could have figured it out just to get a a, a faster start. Mm. So, yeah, overall, well, just the start. It just was boring. Yeah, yeah, very that, boring. That's I think that's that's the perfect word for it. Yeah. Um, okay, so you mentioned you know as the game went on, the it did seem like things started to open up a bit. Mm -hmm. um, obviously Haskins had those those two picks that that I think were pretty costly um, but as the game went on it seemed like he stopped making such poor decisions and started kind of taking what the defense was giving him right right yeah absolutely and and that was one thing I, I have on the show sheet here I was going to try to highlight is is once he really figured that part of it out um, you saw him run yeah. Right. And I thought he had a few quality runs and he was able <laughs> he also to got, like smacked by Jamal Adams on what was it? One of those first few scrambles. You remember? He like I, he thought he could. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and Adams just closed that gap <laughs> so quick. 
Yeah, because he, I think what Adams chased him down from behind, yeah. from across the other f- side right, of the right. field. He was on the right side of the field. Yeah. And Haskins saw daylight in front of him to the left, and it shut down real quick. Real quick, right, yeah. But later on in the game, like I said, I thought, like, there was a few, I remember Haskins scrambled out to the right, and he was looking downfield, looking, 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 and then instead of trying to force a ball in, which he had done previously, led to some interceptions, he just took off and ran, and he was able to get the first down, um, which I thought was good, right, in the moment. So earlier in the in in the, in the the game, like I was, again, on Twitter, like letting him have it. I was like, F this dude, da-da-da-da-da, but... I was, you know, made sure that I, I tweeted that, uh, you know, that was a good thing that yeah. he just did there, you know. But um, <laughs> overall, it's just, it's the wild inconsistency for me. Yeah, yeah. There's just way too much variance in, in his performances, right? You, yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, he, he, him figuring out when to and when not to scramble is definitely a work in progress. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. But at least this year... He's a little bit more mobile than he was last year. Oh, like, yeah, because he was displayed, fat like, skins. Dude, he, he had, like, I was more athletic than him yeah. last year. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, I, Haskins. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> Haskins with, with two S's after the A. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's, let's talk about some of his, uh, his receivers then, right? Because, mm-hmm. uh, what was his stat line again for the game? Uh, so he was 35 of 55 for 295. He had one touchdown and two interceptions. Okay. So, I mean, close to 300 yards. That's not bad. Clearly, he was throwing the ball to someone, right? Right, um, yeah. So I think Logan Thomas just continues to impress. Absolutely. And emerge, right? I think both of us were pretty, like, not – we were not excited about him being – about him being our tight end at all, right? We were like, no. that's a very blah signing. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> And he's actually, he's just proven us wrong continuously, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I remember when they had like announced that he was, you know, uh, we were going to bring him in and I just was like, ah, okay, I get it. And then there's clearly like highlight reels or tapes of him out there or whatever. Um, so I'd seen him score a touchdown or two with Buffalo and I just was like, okay, whatever. But I clearly remembered him from his Virginia Tech days as a quarterback. And I even said it back then. I was like, eh, I could see him transitioning to tight end. Um, the big body was cool because I was like, all right, well, if he can at least learn how to body people up yeah. and create that separation in the red zone, um, then he'd be straight. you know. But uh, I had no expectation for him. And you got to remember, too, like even at the start of the season, <clears throat> clearly a lot of people took a while to come on. Right. Um but he was one of them as well. Like there was drop passes by him. Mm-hmm. Um, it just didn't. He just did not seem comfortable. Um, and I think a lot of that is new scenery, new uh, system. Right. You know, different quarterback, that that type of thing. But now, I mean, dude, he's come alive. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's really a, come alive. He's consistent, right? Like he he's a legitimate threat now. He's uh, no, we're not saying he's the greatest tight end in the world. But Absolutely like not. He's, He's more available. than serviceable, in, yeah. in, in my opinion. Absolutely. Um, one one interesting thing. So he did have 13 catches for 101 yards um, in that game against Seattle, which uh, that was the most completions by a tight end in a single game in franchise history. So that was pretty cool. I, did, I, I told you before we started filming, um, excuse me, recording, is um, I was shocked because – 
all the years Chris Cooley right. had put in, you would think he'd had more like than a monster game. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. So I just was like, wow, that I mean, that was pretty cool. But um, one interesting note too about Logan Thomas. So he did not make the Pro Bowl, but I believe uh, dude from um, the Giants, Ingram, he yeah. did. Which makes no sense, right? And if you look at their numbers, they're comparable. Um, except Logan Thomas, I believe has like more touchdowns, but I think he has like seven fewer yards or something like mm-hmm. that. I mean, it's so close. And then he got snubbed, but Ingram made it in. So I don't know. I've been saying for years that the pro bowl is kind of like a joke. It's like a popularity contest type yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, so I don't put much stock into it. Clearly from a player's perspective, that's something you put on your resume when it comes for contract yeah. time, things of that nature. But um, what he means to this team and what he's developed into, um, I really like. Now, a question I have for you, because I was asking myself last night, where does Washington go moving forward, meaning next year, right? Not saying you're not going to try to get a stud tight end, mm-hmm. but is he a part of the organization going forward? I think he has to be, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I and and we have him on a bargain too, right? Like Oh yeah. It, if you look at his production versus a lot of the other tight ends in the league and then the contract numbers, it like oh, yeah. it, it's an absolute steal. I don't have <laughs> I don't remember the exact figures, but oh yeah, he's absolutely here, right? Yeah. Um <laughs> but yeah, no, I I am a big fan of having like two threatening tight ends in the passing game. I think like I you saw what way back in the day with the Pats and then you even more recently see it now with like the Ravens, or at least last season the Ravens. Yeah. Um, before they got rid of Hurst or traded Hurst. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, I I definitely think that tight end is still something we need to continue or still need to try to address. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say receiver seems like the more pressing concern. Absolutely. Right? Like, yeah. I'm I'm comfortable with Haskins or not with Haskins. Sorry. Never comfortable with Haskins. Yeah. I'm comfortable with Thomas being our our number one tight end next season, especially if we have another receiving option aside from Terry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I w- I was hoping they could address the receiver issues in the draft. It doesn't look like they'll be able to. Mm-hmm. I don't see many wide receivers that are just like jumping out at you. I think last year was the year to do it. Yeah, super wide receiver heavy. Um, did you uh, sorry? Did you no, no, see no. the uh, the Justin Jefferson clip? So uh, Justin Jefferson. Oh, when clip. he was just like F Kirk Cousins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where he just expressed all the frustration <laughs> that we had felt for all those years, where he's like, "Come on, Kirk, throw the ball!" Right. right? Uh, sorry, that was just that was just a great side note. I thought yeah. um, love to see that. <laughs> no, that was funny. Yeah, no, but they they definitely have to address wide receiver. Um, they're just gonna have to do it in free agency. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see who it is. I've kind of taken Juju off of my <laughs> off of my to do list, basically. Uh, just with all that crap he's been doing, dancing on logos and stuff like that. Because I feel like if he was here doing that next year, and he goes out and dances on a logo, he's gonna get our team into a fight because n- nobody's just gonna let him fight by himself. So I'm I'm shocked that. He was able to do that with Tomlin as his coach. Um, yeah, I thought I, I, really I thought he would have shut it down. I don't think that'll fly if he were to come here and Rivera no. was here. I don't. No, know, no, I no, just no, don't no. think it would happen. No. Um, I and I also don't think like our our leaders on the team, right? Like I don't think a Jonathan Allen or a Terry McLaren or Terry McLaren is going to be okay with with people doing stuff like that, right? No, no, no. You're right. Yeah, no. I I think that stuff will get. Um, it would just be policed internally. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but you got to think like. It's a young receiving core over there with Claypool, uh, Washington, 
Juju's still relatively young, but it seems like he's the veteran of the group, yeah. you know, so I don't know. You remember when he was just the dude who had his bike stolen? Like he yeah. was just like, remember, was just like, oh, he's like a great kid. He right. just had his bike stolen, and a, Antonio Brown sucks, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, how the tables have turned. Right, man. man. He got baptized last night, though. Oh, yeah, he got <laughs> smacked. And I love the fact that um, so it was Von Bell who did it, right? Yeah. And I think they asked him about it before, and he was like, "I saw 19." <laughs> He's like, "I saw 19 come up." And I wanted to hurt him, right? Yeah. So yeah, uh, shout out to Von Bell for for a great hit. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> I think we broke Pittsburgh, right? Like I think I think we broke them. Yeah, because they haven't won since we whooped that ass. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, too bad, so sad. <laughs> <laughs> too, too bad, so sad. Man, the Brown. Not to get too far off topic, like we have been doing, but the Browns are looking like they may be able to win that division they if could pull it out. it's it's open right so yeah. so Pittsburgh has 11 wins the Browns have 10, 10 and then the Ravens have 9 yeah but i don't think the Ravens have enough because there's two games left and so and the Browns, Browns play, play the Steelers the Steelers yeah, right yeah, so, so that's a wrap on that regard but i mean the Browns could still do it man yeah that would be funny that'd be hilarious. that would be funny um well, so just to just to wrap up the stuff with the offense, and we can quickly get into the defense. Yeah, as far as some of the receivers, so I believe Haskins only hit four different people in the first half, mm-hmm. and then he was able to spread the ball around more in the second half, and he hit seven different receivers. So um, I did hear, or no, I kind of read the quote actually um, from Ron Rivera, and he said that he thought Haskins distributed the ball a lot better in the second half, which again. To me, watching it, there was like just a difference in the second half. And that kind of speaks to this team anyway, more than it does Haskins, because we have typically performed better in the second half. Um, Whatever they do at halftime, like I said, they're getting their orange slices and their (laughs) their Capri Suns. Um, It it works. Now, if they can have halftime snacks before the game (laughs) maybe they they, they can come out and 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 play like with their hair on fire i don't know but i think you'll see an inspired team this sunday um and we'll get into that when we preview carolina for several different reasons um but they have to get terry more involved i agree than what they're doing um you know in in my mind i was always kind of like is he is he the jump ball kind of receiver? Like I don't I don't necessarily want to just throw the ball up there for him because he doesn't seem like that type mm-hmm. of receiver to me. And then he went and hit he got like that great jump ball, right? And it was like his first or second catch of the game where he was like yeah. the ball. Um Oh, where he mossed the dude? Yeah. 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 Where he just like yeah, he like slowed down and jumped over the guy yeah. just to get it. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, uh, I take it back. Get just just get the ball to Terry, right? Yeah, I mean this the, he he plays big. Like I, I I think I made mention of that earlier in the season. He plays, big. he's not very tall, Mm -hmm. right? But he can leap and he, he's athletic as hell. So he just somehow comes down with these balls. So his anticipation, right? Like I think it's, it's all the little things. Like he's Mm -hmm. not, he's not the fastest. He's not the biggest. He's, he's not the best in any one category, but I think he's Mm -hmm. just so good right across the board that yeah you gotta you gotta just give him those opportunities and trust them right and that's what Ocho Cinco had said a couple weeks ago he was like he's a more polished version of me is what he was saying and take the antics and the the sideshow crap that Ocho Cinco is and was 
if you just look at it from a raw talent perspective, like the dude was good. Yeah. Right. So his routes. Yeah, crisp. Yeah. And like watching him run routes in especially like you'd see like off season workout stuff or whatever. Yeah. I, I swear he would shake people out of their shoes. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, and he was so good. And so he said pretty much just that Terry McLaurin isn't the fastest. He's not the biggest. He doesn't have the best hands, like all these things. Um, but he's damn good. Yeah. And another thing I, I, I read about Terry McLaurin the other day, and I didn't even realize it. I think he's got over a hundred pass attempts to him, only three drops. Jeez. Yeah. But I believe that was before the game, okay. before this game. So like, I don't know exactly what it is now, but I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would say, man, like, we don't deserve this dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's so good. I hope we figure out this quarterback situation going forward next year and figure out how to get another pass catcher in that can take true pressure off of Terry. He deserves better. He does. Yeah. Absolutely. Also, uh, shout out shout out to Ocho Cinco, who just always has, like, good things to say about the young receivers, like the up-and-coming yeah. guys. I, I just think that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so switching over to the defensive side of the ball, what was your overall – if you were to grade the defense, where do you grade them? I mean, I, I like a B. I feel like a B is okay here. Uh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Indian, so like a, a B hits – Is unacceptable. Yeah, yeah, that hits hard. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, no, I, I think I'd give them a B, right? So – you look at the numbers, right? Well, how many how many yards did Russell Wilson have passing? It was like it was either one twenty, yeah, like it was twenty one, something like that. Yeah, like it was we, not much. We held him pretty damn good in the passing game, mm-hmm. considering that that I mean Russell Wilson has been balling this season, and yeah. his receivers are nasty. Yeah, they um, are. So we did our job on that front, right? DK then, was pretty much non-existent, right? I think he had a few consecutive catches. I want to say it was in the fourth quarter, a little earlier in the fourth quarter, something like that, or late third. He had a few, and I was like, "Uh oh, don't let him get going." But most of his crap was over the middle of the field. Yeah. So I was like, "Sweet." And then um, on the like on the run defense, they had what like 180 yards, mm-hmm. but I want to say 80 of those yards really came from two plays, right? It was. That yeah, like fifty-yard f- touchdown that Hyde had. Oh, up the right side. Yeah, yeah. That was the third play of the second half. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then like the rest of that was uh, or you know, the other big gain was was I think it was like Russell Wilson's scramble for like 30, 38, 40 yeah. yards, something yeah. like that. Um, where where uh Chase Young got held by the way. Yeah, and there's yeah, a yeah. big missed call on that. So, you know, you take those plays out of the equation, you know, they had about 100 yards rushing. That's not bad. No, right? it's not. Like, no. I I think overall their defense did well, and they kept us in the game. I mean, mm-hmm. two interceptions is is really tough to overcome, and, and this game came down to that final drive. Mm-hmm. So I think our defense did their job, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I always say, too, as far as, like, keys to victory, right? And, and, and one of those is um, – the turnover battle. Yep. Nine times out of ten. Well, I I don't know for sure <laughs> nine numbers, times out of ten. Here. I would yeah. say, yeah, more often than not, <laughs> yeah. if you can win. I'm getting crucified right now. And whoever's <laughs> listening, right? Um, more often than not, though, when you win that turnover battle, you are going to win the game. Um, it just, it was tough. But um, I thought our defense more than kept us in the game. I feel like there was a point, I want to say it was early in the third, where you just feel like a momentum shift. Mm -hmm. And 
that defense, normally you would see a defense start to get tired, start to get worn down, especially because Seattle kept at the run game, right? Um, I thought there was a few plays where Seattle was able to get decent amount of yards on a consistent basis, like six, seven, eight yards. Um, and so that was a little frustrating. But overall, yeah, I mean, to your point, if you gave a, you take away those two huge um, runs, you're limiting this team to, like you said, somewhere around 100 yards. Not bad at all. But where where I feel like they could have gotten tired and laid down and packed it in, mm-hmm. they did, it's like it was almost the opposite. Yeah. And they just really got going. And to me, I feel like, yes, you'd like them to – do that in the, like the whole 60 minutes you'd like to see what well, defense I thought played well throughout the game but you would like to see all that all game I'm okay if we can keep a game close give ourselves a chance going into the second half and then this team collectively but especially the defense can turn it in like turn like uh what would you take it to another gear yeah to finish out the game because if we somehow make it to the playoffs, that's going to be key. Right. That's going to be crucial. Um, whereas other teams would be winding down, you're kind of ramping up. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, I thought that interception Deron Payne had was nice. Um, Sweat again. Now. I was about to say, every week since, what, was it the Dallas game on Thanksgiving? Yeah. I mean, he pretty much has been getting them hands up, and either he's picking it off or somebody else is. I our D line is nice. I Dude, mean, they they had their fair share of mistakes in this game, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, one of the things we had talked about even before going in this game was it's like Russell Wilson can scramble, right? We have to be disciplined, mm-hmm. and um, there were a few times where we were not, and we paid the price for that, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing where you'd see a few times those edge rushers that get either too far up the field. Um, either inside or outside the defender, but then you just see Russell go around yeah. or at least be able to get way out on the edge to create something to throw. Whereas if, say, Chase Young, I, I say that because there was a few times where I saw him kind of crash down and then get stuck. And then by the time he gets out of it and get back, you know, turns around to get back upfield, the play is already past him where you kind of want him to stay home yeah. a little bit more to be able to flush Russell or the ball carrier way out towards the sidelines. Um, so there was just a few of that, um, f- a few of those. But um, overall, it wasn't too bad. Um, you'd like to see them clean that up. Thank God going in this week, we don't have, we're not really playing against the most athletic and mobile quarterback. I mean, Teddy B, I feel like can still get loose on you. Yeah. If, if you're not mentally in the game, he'll get by you. But um, I hope I hope um, we took notes because we could very well play them. Them being Seattle in the first round of the playoffs has not bode well for us. (laughs) Um, But they got to fly back across country to come back here. Recency, like you just played them. Mm -hmm. So um, maybe first you got to get to the playoffs. Right. Right, right, So let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. But also, at the same time, we cannot. Yeah, no, um, I mean, we can talk about that right now, right? So if we win next week and the Giants lose, we're playing, we're so, as you said, we're playing the Panthers and the Giants are playing the Ravens. 
Yeah. I mean, there's the Ravens are kind of surging now. They're getting healthy, right? They got all their guys back. Yeah, they played much better over the last two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, although they played the Jags, if we handle business and Baltimore handles business, then then we're in, and that's a wrap. Um, Mm -hmm. Even if if we win out, we're in no matter what, right? Right. Uh, But I would rather I would rather have this locked up next week because I am nervous about Philly. Like this is you know we we said at the beginning too. Jalen Hurts too, dude. He's been balling. Yeah, he has. Yeah, and. So Marcus and I on our podcast, Average Sports Guys podcast, Marcus is an Eagles fan. And that's kind of something we were talking about is, is it a thing of not much tape on the kid? And that's what it is. Or is it the talent? Um, I think it's a mixture of the two. Yeah, I think it's he seems to make smart decisions, um, especially with him have, having only been in there mm-hmm. for like limited snaps. Um, you really see where our organization went wrong with selecting a Dwayne Haskins right. versus somebody like Jalen Hurts. So, I don't know. I mean, the way I see it, and, and I thought that was a great pick by Philly when it happened too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't done, like, I haven't watched Hurts too much, but I remember at Alabama, he was more of, like, the game manager type, right? Yes. Right? So, But, again, that, that at least goes to his decision-making. He wasn't making poor decisions, right? He knew how to at least keep them in it. Right. Um, and then and then going to Oklahoma and playing with under Lincoln Riley, like, I will take pretty much any quarterback who comes <laughs> out of there, right? Like, if, if, Lincoln, if Lincoln Riley trusts you and you were in his system and you learned under him, right. I will take my chance on you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and, and I think, unfortunately, I feel like uh, Hurts is going to be a problem that we're going to have to deal with in, in the upcoming seasons. But hopefully – that game against Philly to end the season is irrelevant because I I think I was nervous about that from the very beginning. Yeah, um, yeah, because they like bookend the season, right? We yeah. open and then finish with yeah. them, and it always comes down to the final week of the season. Yeah. It seems like we never wrap anything up early, and then almost no team, right? There's yeah. a couple years Dallas did, one year Philly did, but. For the most part, everything is like a win and in type yeah. thing in the last week. So, yeah, I'd rather wrap this thing up coming up this Sunday, which our game got flexed, by the way, from one o'clock to four o'clock. Oh, OK. So we put this podcast out in enough time. You guys <laughs> should know uh, it is no longer at one o'clock. It is at four o five. But I think we can... Let's do this. Let's segue into keys to victory against um, Carolina. But to put a bow on the Washington-Seattle game, overall, I would give the defense, like you said, a B. I agree there. Offense, mm, first half, just I think they just did it to themselves. There was just too much to overcome in that regard. Oh, what a comeback that would have been. Right. You know, uh, they were there. They were knocking on the door. It just didn't happen. Or, excuse me, happen. On special teams, Dustin Hopkins. Dude, he's killing us. He's killing the worst. Us. Yeah. The worst. And as much as I give him a hard time, right? Rightfully so. Um, I gave him his props when he did well. Right. Um, but it's like you 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 got to make them. Yeah. You got to make them. Um, I fully expect some competition to be in the building coming up next year. Um, this year, I understand, right, with like Ron Rivera pretty much said, in my opinion, without saying it is, okay, you guys want him to be replaced, but with who? Mm-hmm. If there was anybody worthy of, of replacing somebody, they probably would have been called in already to another team. So it is what it is. I hope 
going forward, this game, next game, and, you know, Lord willing, we get into the playoffs, <laughs> we don't let anything rest on his foot. Yeah. Like, yeah. we have to take care of business on the field. Um, but getting into Carolina, what do you see as the greatest point of emphasis to win this game? Like, I think I phrased that the right way. Maybe I didn't. Mm-hmm. I'm not too good at these things. How do you see this team winning? What is, is, is there any one thing that you see that they have to do in order to get that win? So I'm not nervous about the Carolina defense. And, I, and, and granted, I haven't watched much of them this season. But I, I, I do it's feel like I feel like if Smith's out there, like I think our offense will be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, with the way our defense has been playing, I'm not that worried about their offense either, if I'm being honest. But I think, again, like we, I feel like I say this every week, but it really just comes down to our defense playing well, right? Um, they do have, like, Teddy Bridgewater is not bad, right? Mm-mm. He can deal. Mm-hmm. And they've got a couple really good receivers out there. Like, Robbie Anderson, or Robbie Anderson, he's been yeah. killing it this season, right? Yeah, um, he had a down game last week, but... And then they have DJ Moore. Yeah, dude, local dude. kid, right? And yeah. he's, he's a beast, in my opinion. He's yeah, a beast. dude is good. Yeah, he's, He had a heck of a catch. Um, Would they just play the Packers? Yeah. Hell of a catch. He, he I was like, had, like... He had a hell of a game, right? I think yeah. He had no, no, he did. 30 yards yeah, or something like that. Yeah, he did. I do feel like... I feel like that's the biggest threat, but I'm also... I've gotten a lot of confidence, I guess, coming out of the Seattle game because I think, like, Seattle has a much scarier passing attack. And for us to have dealt mm-hmm. with that... Um, I feel pretty good about that. Then again, in the Seattle game, they it seemed like they made it a point to rely on the run, right, and to really yeah. like bruise us that way. Mm-hmm. I don't see the I don't see the Panthers doing that so much. No, and then I didn't see on the injury report anywhere if McCaffrey is going to be playing. From what so I've heard, he's not. He was out with a hip, right? Yeah. I mean, it's been like a long. I can't even remember what the injury was, but it's it's just been ongoing, right? Like, he well, he's had several. It, yeah, because he was injured in the beginning of the year, yeah, or early in the year, and he was out for a while. Then he came back. He just recently got injured. Um, I wanted to say it was a hit. I know it wasn't the same injury. Okay. To as to the reason why he went out earlier. So I want to say it was some hit, but yeah, I mean, I feel like if he doesn't play, yeah. that's good. Even if he does. What percentage of him are you getting? Um, if I'm the Panthers, I, I, it's they, meaningless. There's no way. Yeah, yeah I would like, say there's no way they can make it. I'm not putting him out there. You shut him down. It's only two games left. Um, yeah, see, that's the thing, right? Nothing about Carolina scares me. Teddy B, even watching him, he had a, a few deeper balls last week that seemed to fall a little short. Um, but he's usually had like a pretty decent arm. Yeah. But it just again nothing and 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 I intently watched that game just because knowing like we're gonna have to go up against him and nothing they did scared me not especially on defense yeah so so I, I mean th- that's also that that's kind of like the scariest part about this to me is is that I'm not that scared going into it you know what I mean like any yeah. I feel like well I mean we don't I have get, to play though so I, no I feel like anytime I get I look at one of our games and I'm like oh this should probably be a win like that. I'm setting myself up for failure. You know what I mean? Like, like I, yeah, well, I, I, I did that against the Giants. Yeah. So no, I, I, but I, I do think that this should be a win. I don't feel like we should be that threatened 
by the Panthers based on our recent run of form and the way they've been playing. Um, hopefully Smith is in. Hopefully. Yeah. And I've been I, praying. I, I think that's that's really going to be the big thing, right? Do, does Alex Smith play? Yeah. Like, I've been praying that his calf heals. If he needs to borrow mine, he can. <laughs> um, I'm not using it. I usually sit on the couch. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it's 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 nice and tender. Like, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have smooth skin too. <laughs> no, so um, I I'm hoping and praying he 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 can play um, because I do not want Dwayne Haskins to see the field in this uniform ever again. Okay, this and yeah. that's what I'm segueing into. Yes. Uh, Dwayne Dwayne Haskins. Um, He's about to be Dwayne Haskins <laughs> because <laughs> I hadn't heard that. I like that. Like, He's he, he's got to go. Him, get him out of here. Get he's got to go. So if, if you guys hadn't heard the news, um, so there uh, this picture started circulating on social media of what looked like Dwayne Haskins right. maskless at a strip club, and then there, I think there was another picture of like with the girls, yeah, with all the girls wearing in the hotel room. Yeah, with the, they they had the little jerseys on. Yeah, yeah, with the, the number seven. sevens. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that picture on Reddit, and uh, the the top comment um, was like was the fact. You say he's like the fact that they're all wearing Haskins jerseys is the most unbelievable part. Right, (laughs) (laughs) they all have Haskins jerseys, uh, which is hilarious. So apparently, in that image, so there was question, right, whether all of that had anything to do with after Sunday's game and this and that. So I guess it was his girlfriend and her friends or something like that with the jersey shirts on. If you zoom in, you can see the TV. It's our game. It's Washington against Seattle. Okay, so they're just watching it there. Right? Yeah. Okay. But then the picture at the shake joint, he admitted <laughs> that it was him, and it was, like, all bad. Yeah. Like, you know, he's like uh, – because I was reading the tweet on my way home, uh-huh. and he had said, you know, pretty much, like, hey, I apologize. You know, like, I talked to the coaches in the organization about it. Like, I got to be smarter about he what said, I'm doing. I, I accept full responsibility. Yeah. You know, like, like who the hell else is going to accept responsibility like, I'm not doing it. That, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, first and foremost, right, and um, first and foremost, I, I, I want to say your head coach just finished with his cancer treatments. Yeah. Right? So there's a level of immunocompromisation there. That's the word. And you are so stupid and selfish that you decided you would go out to the shake joint. After losing a game. After losing a game and having some cheeks in your face with no (laughs) mask on. Couple problems there. First of all, the no mask. There's a fucking pandemic going on. Pardon my language. I'm sorry. Say it. There's a pandemic going on. Yep. And again, just a level of selfishness, as you said before we started recording, to where could you imagine he gets sick and then somebody else gets sick that we need? I don't know. Chase Young. Yeah. I don't know. Deron Payne. I don't know. Like Our team Kendall hasn't Fuller. had a single player go on the COVID on the list. active roster go on the COVID list, which right. is crazy, yep. right? Yep. Like we, we actually did something well, right? Absolutely. And yeah, just the lack of of awareness to do something like that just man it's inexcusable i i honestly after the game i came 
into this wanting to actually say nice things about Haskins. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I wanted to talk about how he did have a short memory, right? He was able to shake off the two mm-hmm. picks. He played better as the game went on, and he gave us a chance, right? right. That he yep. made some good decisions in that last drive. That touchdown throw to McKissick looked great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then this dunce just goes and does all of this. I'm right? telling like, you. I, I get that he's young, but we're past that now, dude. Like you, oh yeah, no, right? I'm like I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm over the he's young, he'll learn. Um, I was seeing on Twitter people saying, "Oh, he's just blowing off steam and 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 all that crap." Right? I'm all for if there was no pandemic, yeah, right, and you wanted to go, you know, see some young ladies, do some things that you know, whatever, that's fine. There's a pandemic, yeah. Your coach just beat cancer. What the hell are you thinking? Yeah. Oh, wait, you weren't. Or if you were, you, it's just selfish. Haskins already got fined earlier in the year, I believe, when they went to New York to play the Giants because he tried to bring a family friend into the hotel. Right. Yeah, so he, he broke COVID po- uh, protocol. Like, come on. Like, what? He's, yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm done. You know what if I mean? you're if you're if you're Coach Rivera, right? So if if you're Coach Rivera, if you're the front off, if you're whoever can and, and should make a decision, and and you've spoke spoken to him about this and this and that, right? What do you what do you do? Do you cut him? I I was hearing something about you. I don't know that you can just simply cut somebody right now because mm-hmm. I guess some pro COVID something. There's some crap that may prevent them from cutting him. But if you could, would you? Or is it one of these things of I can put that to the side because if Smith can't go, Haskins is probably our better option to win these next two games. So I think based on the decisions that Rivera's just made throughout the season, right? Because remember, he took Haskins out earlier in the season because he felt like, hey, we actually have a chance here, but we need some veteran experience at the quarterback position, right? right. Like the yeah. other the other guys are playing too well for us to not give them this chance. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say the other guys, I mean like the other the supporting you know, the cast. defense, right? Like right. All, all those guys, like they're they're doing too much to 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 have to deal with this kind of quarterback. We need to give them a chance. And I so I think um, based on that and the fact that we actually now do have a chance more than a chance, mm-hmm. uh, you know, making the postseason. I don't think Haskins or I don't. Yeah, I don't think Rivera cuts Haskins. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think if Smith can go, he does go. And I do feel like at the end of the season. Haskins is probably go. gone. Yeah. Um, I want him gone. Yeah. At this point, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, kick rocks, dude. Like you can go if if he goes somewhere else and he does figure it out, and mm, so be that's it. great. Yeah. Um, is he is he tradable? You know what I mean? Like, do you think we get we could get anything for a trade? I mean, if you don't think another team is going to see the same social media pictures we just did, plus it all goes back to last year against the Lions at home. I was there, Haskins had his had the the start and the win but he wasn't on the field to take a knee in victory formation because he was taking selfies with the fans so you have that then you have the benching and then the you know scuttle come out about you know it's because he doesn't watch film he doesn't prepare he doesn't like so you have all those things then you have he was fined for trying to basically break covid protocol um and then now he, this, so it's and like he just he hasn't shown enough, right? Like no, you can kind of 
you know, maybe you shouldn't, but you can always kind of justify some antics or overlook some antics from, from like superstars because they're just that damn good. Right. But Haskins I, isn't anywhere close. No, 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 not at all. But I think the, the antics and stuff from the superstar comes from more of your skilled positions, not your quarterback. Yeah. Um, you, he's not a he's he's not looking like a leader, right? right? And I have that right. That's the very last sentence on my show sheet. I was like, Dwayne Haskins is not a leader. I was like, that's not the way that you act. Now I'm all for freedom of expression and all this stuff, meaning like you are who you are. I don't think you need to be this clean cut prototypical quarterback. I'm cool. He's got his braids. You know, some have dreads. Um, some dress a certain way. Cam Newton. Um, so that's exactly what I was thinking. About. Right. Like, that's so the perfect example yeah yeah yeah. so i'm fine with you being eccentric that's okay but what i'm not fine with or not okay with is your actions right if you look at cam newton for example hell look at lamar jackson does he fit any sort of prototypical image of a quarterback take skin color out of it that's not what i mean but if you look at his hair he doesn't or you yeah, like you look at his hair, you look at how he dresses, all those types of things. It's not a Tom Brady in a suit and tie. Right. That's the part I don't care about. It's when's the last time you heard of Lamar and character issues? Never. Right. When's the last time you heard about Cam Newton and character issues? Not especially not from his teammates or anyone on his team. Right? Exactly. Like you hear that those narratives maybe try to come out through the media, but everyone right. on the team is like Cam puts in work. And that's my point. Like there was uh, earlier in the season, like he was studying uh, film on the way on the flight back um, from that Seattle game. Mm-hmm. And so it's just things like that. Like there's there's those things that build you toward um, being a leader. Haskins is none of that. Um, his, his I think I was texting you this before, right? Like his his I'm swag happy. to talent <laughs> ratio is so <laughs> it, it's it's like i it's so bad it makes no sense it's so disproportionate Dude, he, <laughs> like, you can't have that much ink you can't wear that much ice and be that bad right like right. It, it's like it's like the dude who shows up to the pickup game of basketball wearing like the freshest new kicks and all the accessories and yeah. just starts launching air balls like what are you doing right yeah you can look the part but you're not being the part oh, it's, it's like it's, it's the worst right? yeah and then you see him it's embarrassing get, yeah you see him like walk into the plane for away games and stuff and like uh even even on the plane and stuff i, I think it was like uh, last week um one of the players was like filming him or whatever, and he had uh, like he has his little custom suit and it says like DH on the inside, <laughs> and he's like showing off all his jewelry and 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 all this stuff and uh, Louis Louis bags yeah. and 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 all that crap and and I mean I get it right; those people make a boatload of money, but like you said, his swag to talent ratio is just womp womp womp. Yeah, it's it's very off. Yeah, I don't know. Like I'm. Just completely over it. Like, yeah. this, let's just say he was getting ready to start this week. If for some reason Smith can't go and Haskins is a starter, this literally is the biggest game of his professional career. Mm-hmm. You win and you're in as long as, obviously, the Giants lose, right? But you have to take care of your business. Yeah. You win and you're in. That's what you tell yourself. And that's what he goes and does? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. You go out there, you get yourself COVID, and then you bring it back to the team. I yeah, yeah, no, I just, inexcusable. Um, done. Yeah, done. 
Yeah, I'm I'm ready for him to go. Ready, 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 ready for him to go. So, uh, yeah, man. So we poo pooed on Haskins. Yeah. Um, uh, that felt good. Yeah, yeah, it did. I it was like that. therapeutic. Yeah, you know, yeah. we should do this again sometime. <laughs> 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 um, now, so get that bad I think, karma out before right, the holidays. Right. Yeah, I think I think we pretty much just. It's almost the same song and dance every week, right? Depending on um, who you're playing, like as far as keys to victory. So, like I said, you're just going to have to limit the big plays of DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. Um, you got to make Teddy feel uncomfortable. You got to get in his damn face. And I think, um, not I think, I know we have the front to do it. Um, especially the way that I saw their offensive line, Carolina's offensive line, playing this past weekend against the Packers. We can get home. We can get home. We can hit this dude. We can we can make him uncomfortable. We can make him throw the ball when he doesn't want to or hold on to it and, and, and get sacked. I look for this defense. Again, I think Rivera and Jack Del Rio and company are going to have our players heads on straight. They're going to be in the game. It's meaningful. Um, I think you're going to see a scrappy defense. Yeah. They're going to try to do any and everything they can to get that ball away. So I wouldn't be surprised. I'll say it now. Two defensive turnovers, right? I'm going to pick Carolina to win. I'm just joking. You want to know why I'm joking? Because that whole curse thing is broken. Because yeah. I picked I picked Seattle to win and they won. So I'm actually going to go Washington here. Um, I don't care if it's by one point or 100 points. A win is a win. I think we can get it done. We're going to Carolina, correct? Yeah. Um, they asked Ron Rivera how he would feel or you know like how how he feels about the game and he said if it was the first game of the season maybe it would have like he would have a different feeling about it but he was like right now where this team is where our team is and where we need to go pretty much carolina is just in our way of getting there so um it's the perfect response yeah of course i love him he's great yeah he's great you know you know he wants to kick their teeth in right (laughs) Of course he does. So I hope we win for for that reason. Um, yeah, do it for coach. Yeah, man. Yeah, if if for no other reason, right? No, I, I injury report. Did I get to that? I don't think I did. Um, Sean Dion Hamilton's placed on the IR with an elbow. They don't anticipate it being too serious. Antonio Gibson still dealing with the turf toe. He's been limited. Uh, hope I don't know if he'll come back this week. I hope he does if he's ready. Right. Yeah. Um, and then Alex Smith, obviously with the calf issue, he's been limited, spin off to the side, basically more rest and rehab than trying to get drills. Ron Rivera said it even last week that um, he needs rest, not reps. So I hope and pray his calf. I'm telling you, I have I have two. He can take either one. Um, we did sign linebacker Michael Kendricks from the Seattle practice squad. Uh, he was a second round draft pick by Philadelphia. He was a integral part in them winning the super bowl um was that 2017 Mm -hmm. when they won um 2018 2018? the years fly by man it's philly um uh no but he 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 played key roles right um he had a few uh plays in the super bowl actually that had he not made it, it may have been a different outcome so um again we're talking with marcus my co-host on the average sports guys podcast again he's a big philly guy um a few good things that he had to say about michael kendricks was just that he's like a smart player and i should have had him on maybe he could have called in and, and, and told us about it but um he's a smart player very athletic 
Um, and he just basically said like he had an integral part in Philly winning that Super Bowl. So um, I look for him to mesh well with the players mm-hmm. and um, the coaching staff. I feel like Del Rio and the linebacking coach and stuff should be able to get him up to speed and, and get him in there. Uh, I don't know that he'll play this week. But if anything, it adds depth for, say, against Philly. And then, again, if we can get into the playoffs. Uh, Holcomb has the, uh, the concussion, right? That's right. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I forgot to put it down. But, yeah, Holcomb is in concussion protocol. Hopefully he clears that and he's able to play. Yeah. Um, I really like how his game has come on um, through the second half of this the season. Wild boy. He is, man. And that mullet, he or that, is, <laughs> yeah. is that what it is? Yeah. I guess it's like a faux hawk mullet type thing. I don't know what it is. Whatever it is, I feel like every successful team needs one of it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so he's, he's he's like, he's our token this year. Right. Well, <laughs> and so when, when uh, Marcus and I interviewed, Interviewed Bug Rivera, yeah. the defensive quality control coach. I, like I brought up Cole Holcomb, and he's like, "Dude, he's just like that crazy white boy <laughs> that like every team needs." Yeah. He's like, "He's ours," and I'm like, "I just like want to drink a beer with this dude." Yeah. I just feel like he'd smash it off his head. And, like, <laughs> drink. I don't know. He just seems like he'd be a fun time. Um, so if somebody knows him and can let him listen to this episode, um, you're in the NFL, but I'll still pay for all your beer <laughs> if you want. Yeah, yeah, drinks on us. Um, I'm a fun time when it comes to drinking, and you look like you're a fun time. So and, uh, we we I can get be after. I will able to hang, but I'll do my best. <laughs> it's because you're smaller. You yeah, got little I'm, kidneys. I'm a cheap day, lightweight. <laughs> I'm every Indian guy out there who thinks they can drink a lot, but really they can't. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have some friends that are like that too. Yeah, <laughs> in there they're Indian. So yeah. Um, but hey, man. So we're gonna wind this thing down. Like I said, episode eight of the five wide podcast be sure to check us out on social media we are on twitter we are on instagram at five wide podcast it's the number five wide podcast um also wherever you download and subscribe to your podcast so whether it's apple podcast spotify google podcast what have you we're there at the five wide podcast this has been fun it's adam and eddie episode eight we're out of here